Hello, and thanks for joining me on the Relatable Mama podcast. My name is Anna Richardella, and I am, most importantly, a mom of two boys under two. I am also a wife and board-certified behavior analyst and the owner of Anchor Behavioral Consulting. My goal for this podcast is to incorporate information from professionals with relatable parenting moments and to help other parents not feel alone in their experiences and journey. I have been working with children with autism spectrum disorder since 2005 as a babysitter, a paraprofessional, substitute teacher, behavior therapist, and BCBA. I have a bachelor's of science from Westchester University in communicative disorders and a master's of psychology from Capella University. My company was born from my passion for helping families through caregiver training and consulting and helping parents to understand that they're not alone in their thoughts and experiences. As a first-time mom, I was diagnosed with postpartum anxiety and postpartum rage. Although I have a history of anxiety at the time, I didn't realize that I had a perinatal mood disorder because of its presentation and my strong connection with my baby. Looking back now, I know that I was at risk of developing a perinatal mood disorder and can identify the triggers that caused it. My doctor had prescribed medication, which again at the time was necessary, but sessions with my therapist were really what made a difference long-term for me. The first time that I met with my therapist, I said, I'm not going to do yoga and I don't meditate, so hopefully you have some other strategies for me. Now, she did have a lot of other strategies for me, but three months postpartum with my younger son, I do use meditation daily and I incorporate yoga as well as other strategies to work through my anxiety. This time around, I was able to mitigate some of the triggers from my first postpartum journey. And I believe it's so important to share my experience with other moms so that they can get help if needed. My company, Anchor Behavioral Consulting, utilizes strategies from the science of applied behavior analysis to provide support to families through family coaching, on-demand workshops, support groups, parent and child groups, and more. We've also created materials for parents and providers that are available for purchase on our website. For providers, we have a support group, on-demand workshops, curricula, and individualized program books. We are also able to provide support in schools through staff training, IEP support, and observations and assessments. All right, now I wanna share with you some of my relatable parenting moments. So many times I hear people say that they think I have it all figured out because of my job and training and background in working with kids. But here are a couple of stories to let you know that in fact, I have very little figured out when it comes to my wild card toddler and I am learning by trial and error despite my knowledge of human behavior. I'll apologize in advance for some of the language, and I'm going to warn you not to listen to this next part around your kids. This first story goes back to when my older son, Luca, was about 11 months old. My husband and I were sitting on the floor doing dot markers with him, playing, having a nice time. He dumped out all of the markers and to our surprise said, oh shit, in perfect context. Right away, I put on my behaviorist hat and I did my best not to react, but man, is it hard not to laugh hysterically when your baby starts cursing. For the next week, he said, oh shit, in perfect context, at least 30 times a day. Luckily, we were able to fairly quickly replace that with, oh gosh, and oh no, but fast forward to about two weeks ago when he learned an 
new and even more fun word that comes out just as much. So fair warning, if you curse, your child is probably going to pick up on it. And if they have, just know that you're not alone and even professionals are going to laugh when their kids curse. This next story is a lot less funny and a lot more about what it's just like every day to have two kids under two years old. So I think this was the first weekend that my husband was working on a Saturday and I thought I was going to be the hero and get the full experience of taking care of both of the boys on my own for a few hours. So I decided not to call in any of our usual backups for help. The first couple of hours were great because crew, my younger son, was still sleeping pretty often, which gave me a good amount of one-on-one time with Luca. I even planned a bunch of new and fun activities with toys that Luca hadn't seen before that incorporated sensory strategies. Again, I thought I had it all figured out. Thought I could keep him occupied so, so well. Then crew woke up and was hungry, so I brought Luca up to crew's room with me and closed the door so he couldn't fling himself down the stairs or something else that would be typical of his behavior. I started nursing crew, and Luca decided that this was the optimal time to attempt to scale the side of crew's crib by standing on the gliding and therefore moving ottoman. So here I am trying to keep crew latched very unsuccessfully, milk spraying everywhere, and at the same time trying to pull Luca down from the crib without him or me or crew winding up with stitches. Up until that point, I had been so calm, I had used all of my gentle parenting techniques, and then I absolutely lost it. Yeah, I yelled at my toddler and made him cry. And trust me, I wanted to cry too. I felt so bad. But here's the thing. Gentle parenting isn't about being perfectly nice to your child all the time. It's about being human and admitting that you let your emotions get the best of you sometimes. And it's about apologizing and showing your kids or your clients that we all make mistakes, but we can also own up to them and show each other respect. So in that moment, I gathered myself, I took a few deep breaths, finished nursing crew, and I apologized to Luca. All right, this last one is more of a series of moments rather than a story, but I'm sure that you're going to appreciate it. And bear with me because I already know that I'm going to get emotional talking about it. If you have kids, I'm sure people have said to you or you have heard people say, just wait, right? Just wait until you're up with them all night and you're exhausted. Just wait until the laundry is piling up and the dishes are piling up and your house is a mess. Just wait until they have a blowout all over you while you're out and don't have a change of clothes. Just wait. I want you to reframe these thoughts. So here are my just waits and I'm already getting emotional about this. These just waits are now my core memories. Just wait until your baby smiles at you for the first time. Just wait until your toddler asks to hold the baby. Just wait until their face lights up when you pick them up from daycare. Just wait until they ask to snuggle with you. Just wait until they say I love you for the first time. Just wait until your baby projectile poops on your husband. It's hilarious. Just wait until you watch your partner become a parent. 
And if anyone tells you, just wait with that negative intonation, tell them, I can't wait. That is it for this episode. If you want more information on coaching strategies and relatable parenting moments, please stay tuned for monthly podcast episodes, or you can visit our website at anchorbehavioralconsultingllc.com. Thank you again for tuning in.